first and foremost is to really trust yourself. A lot of times we get bogged down with worries and concerns if we're not going to make it. And making those mistakes is perfectly okay because it's part of the learning process. We learn through those what we call experiences, whether they're good or bad. Another point that I recall is really documenting your path. There once was a time that I only documented when things were successful, but I found the most benefit was to document those areas that were hard for me because I can reflect on those and hopefully not make those mistakes again. And most importantly, I feel is celebrate the small wins. When you've resolved an issue or even helped a teammate, congratulate yourself because that was something that you accomplished that day. So what is Azure DevOps? It's basically a set of built-in Azure services that lets you take any idea and turn that into a working piece of software in the hands of your end users. So to do that, it has five services. First, it's a work item tracking service where you can track any unit of work in your software project. Next, it's got a source control service, right? Both a Git version and a centralized version control system. There's also a CI-CD service, a manual test case management service, and finally, an artifact repository service. Living inside VS Code, it has great source control functionality built into the ID, and that covers 80% of what you need day to day. Mm. I use it for all the languages that I, I work with and so forth on a daily basis. LazyGit is extremely complimentary even here, because when you need that extra piece of functionality, you don't drop down to the Git CLI straight away. You can use a UI for that as well. So I not only that, it runs everywhere. So this includes remote virtual machines and the cloud, you might have a Linux VM that you're dropping into very briefly and you don't want to install mm -hmm. a lot of things there. Um, I use it when I have scripts and things that are on a remote machine that I'm tweaking in place and then pushing back to GitHub. You might be working with large repos inside the Windows subsystem for Linux. You run right. lazy Git and everything just works locally there. And it really mm -hmm. does run everywhere. So even places where you may not have a, um, a full-blown user interface, like I might be editing a blog post on my iPad or even making a small tweak from my iPhone using Blink Shell or using Termux from an Android device, I'll often and edit things and that makes Git kind of workable there. It gives mm -hmm. you a very tight inner development loop, especially places where you're hacking on lots of small tweaks where every second counts. Um, this could be even CI/CD pipelines working with GitHub Actions or something. Um, mm -hmm. Each change is that much faster when you're working with keystrokes versus clicks. You can also control who has the ability to present. So little known fact that by default, everyone in the meeting is actually considered a presenter, which means they can open their share tray and share content. However, you can change this if you have an event or if you're a teacher, and you don't want students taking over the screen. You can identify specific people by typing in their names. They just have to be included in the meeting and by on the list of participants. Um, you also have the option to determine if people can unmute themselves all willy-nilly or if they'll be hard muted. So they have to raise their hands before um, unmuting themselves in a meeting. So those are just a couple of the options you can choose from as an organizer for your meeting. I've spent years as a cloud architect and uh, one of the things that is most important is reliability. And I actually did some research into chaos engineering a few years ago, and I, I started diving into it. And I, I heard of Gremlin, but I didn't get a chance to get my hands on it. So uh, I really love the idea of putting those principles of chaos engineering into a tool that people can easily consume and um, run those experiments on their own environment. So I'm really excited to check that out. And I'll definitely be tuning into the show tomorrow, Joe, about that. I'm just trying to you know, build my community because you know I have a small community. It's not like you know I have such a huge base, but um, as I'm going, as I'm making this content, my community is growing. So I'm kind of cultivating that, mm -hmm. you know, yes, I may be a student, but I have other things going on as well. Like it's not just 
coding specifically is my life. It's, you know, different things that I'm getting into. You know, am I going to get an intern? Am I doing in this aspect of my life? So it's all just sort of building that up and then growing with people. It's not just, you know, I'm spewing out information. I'm growing myself and learning myself. 